Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams. In this episode, we are excited to be joined by Smooch Repovich Rosenberg, founder and CEO of Smooch Unplugged, LLC. After more than 25 years as a globally recognized executive search consultant, Smooch Repovich Rosenberg has her finger on the pulse of global investor relations, corporate communications, and has had tremendous success leveraging human capital strategies to create high-octane, superior-performing functions. She has the unique ability to see around corners and readily identify solutions to human capital challenges that advance company valuation. Today, we'll be examining the impact of culture and diversity initiatives on search processes. Smooch, welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks, Rob. It's always fun to to join you in a conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Well, same here, and and you're always so enthusiastic to share information about culture trends impacting the human capital industry, so we'll dive right in. First question, how have culture and DEI initiatives impacted the search process? Rob, culture and DEI are everything when it comes to recruiting the right talent and aligning talent's values and beliefs with a corporation's initiatives. I think it takes a savvier mindset on the part of the search consultant to invest the time and wisdom to become acquainted with the client's cultural attributes and then evaluate talent in the spirit of aligning both sides. The net result, a more thorough search process, results but more likely a little bit longer one. You just cannot leave these topics or these types of decisions to solely an assessment test or AI technology, which seems to be potentially intruding into the human capital space. So true. Uh, Absolutely true. Uh, How have remote hybrid workforce initiatives impacted establishing company culture? I think these types of work structures have had a dramatic effect on all companies, large and small. CEOs and boards never anticipated a pandemic imposing itself on the world, and they weren't prepared for this level of disruption. That said, the smarter, savvier leadership teams took immediate action to invest time, thought, and action into reinventing both their corporate cultures and their commitment to the importance of it. In reality, I think this unintended disruption has helped companies to advance more quickly in preparing themselves culturally to embrace attributes that future generations of talent want in their workplaces. After all, Rob, the future success of companies is rather quickly quickly going to lie with the upcoming generations whose impacts will create uh, new narratives and levels of success for organizations and their futures. Smooch, how has remote hybrid work impacted your ability to find top talent while also ensuring they're a good culture fit? That's a great question, Rob, uh, because I always feel that I have invested decades ago in the notion of culture and fit long before it was the popular thinking in the executive search field. And I've spent the last three years working with my clients and talent to architect remote and hybrid hybrid work structures for all of my clients as they sought out help to find answers to disruption of a different sort. And because we've always felt that the single most important aspect of our work, 
once we've assessed a candidate's technical competencies is the evaluation of intangible leadership attributes and cultural fit. So for my firm, there's been no significant challenge at all because our legacy leading the search field and our belief that cultural fit trumps most other aspects about talent. So it's actually been a great opportunity for us to lean in even further, leveraging three decades of focus uh, in the cultural piece. And, and it's why you're such a, a trailblazer in this industry for sure and, and wonderfully done. Uh, Smooch, discuss the role of the chief culture officer in establishing and maintaining company culture. The chief culture officer has become one of the most critical roles in a company today, Rob, and these professionals' impacts will be forever forward, some of the most valuable in the future success of corporations. When you just stop and think about the changing nature of the workforce from a generational standpoint, diversity, breadth of heritage, heritages of employees as we continue to embrace global workforces, There absolutely needs to be an intelligent, committed steward of shaping the unique culture of each organization. I'm always curious uh, when I when I do talent talks with great guests such as yourself, I'm always curious about history, some of which you've highlighted and, and even looking into the future. And some of that plays into this next question, which is what other sea level roles have risen in importance in, let's say, the last year? I think that's a great question. So I'm going to break it into two parts, Rob. I would say that overall, all direct reports into the CEO have risen in stature as a result of the impact of the pandemic. That said, one role that many may not think of as having a significant impact is the investor relations officer role. I mean, let's face it, when the economy is bad, a pandemic or other crisis arises, at the top of the CEO and the board of directors list is the health of the relationship with the investment community and the equity value of their organization. It sounds rather materialistic, and uh, it is, but those two entities, CEO and the board, they are the um, stewards and also the shepherds of the valuation, the health and well-being of the organization, which ultimately results in the valuation piece being healthy. As a result, the investor relations officer role has been uplifted in importance in a way that we haven't seen in decades. And while the position typically reports to the CFO, Every CEO, CFO, and IRO represent a triumvirate of decision-making and stewardship about their relationship with the global investment community. And while on an org chart, the IRO may not report directly into a CEO, he or she is absolutely included in the most critical business decisions of a company. Wow. Fascinating stuff. As we begin to wrap up, Smooch, I always wonder if, our guests have anything else they want to add, what would you like to add to our conversation today? That I think historically intangible leadership attributes and cultural fit, first of all, they've always been important to my firm and what we do. And through the last, I'll just say, handful of years, 
all of our societal ills that have bubbled to the top have made uh, culture fit or uh, from an organic standpoint, the single most important piece that you have to wed with your business strategy to make a company successful. And I think for the future generations coming up, Rob, they are going to remind management teams of that every single day. They're a different breed, a different headset, lest we all not forget that. That's the future of corporations. And on that note, I think that's a perfect place to to wrap up. That's very well said. Smooch, thank you so much for joining the show today. And I hope that this podcast provides our listeners with a strong understanding of your platform. As always, we wish you and Smooch Unplugged continued success and hope to host you on future podcasts and at conferences as well. Smooch, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Rob. We'll talk soon. That's all the time we have here today alongside Smooch Repovich Rosenberg of Smooch Unplugged, LLC. I'm Rob Adams, and this has been Talent Talks.